0: Everybody. Welcome to another episode of AWE, Art Without Ego, the podcast. I am your host. My name is Luci. That's L-U-C-C-I. Stands for Listening, Understanding, Caring, Considering, Inquiring. And I have another guest this week. And this person is a very dear spirit, a very kind soul, just from what I know, but I will allow my guest here to dive a little deeper than I can. Ladies and gentlemen, folks, say hello to Diva.
1: Jello, hi.
0: How you doing today? doing flab <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, so your name is Diva, right?
1: Yes, sir. Diva with an H. Okay. So, Diva. Yeah? That's what people call me. Diva.
0: Yeah. Now, when people uh-huh. say, oh, is that your real name? What do you tell
1: them? <sighs> I have to do the big sigh and... Oftentimes, I'm asked to show my ID because no one believes my name. So it's like, Diva is my name. I cannot change it. My mom named me. I accepted it. And therefore, I'm just Diva without all the extra sass. Okay. What want to say that.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. I don't know why. I sense a little sass in there.
1: I mean, the sass comes and goes when necessary, but it's never always present, you know, at four-fourths, it just comes; when it needs to be. But I'm very like laid back, chill, real. I don't have time to be miss it. Yeah, can't do it. <laughs> Too much <got> work. <laughs> yeah.
0: Makes sense. Makes sense. And uh, do you have any nicknames that you go by?
1: <sighs> um, my family nickname was Diva Do, um, mainly because I watched Scooby Doo a lot, and that's like my brother pretty much <laughs> we both almost sound like exactly the same so why not um Dives is like D-I-V-S-Z something I kind of like developed like in middle school into you know kind of like I took it as is and then DJ is something that, I, that like, um, I just came up with because sometimes when like I'm on the phone or like I say Diva with like actual D in front not just E-V-A Something either, Eva I just tell you just call me DJ because I don't have time to like explain to you how I spell my name <laughs> it's this DJ which is like kind of like my, my initials anyway so okay yeah nice. that's just it okay and okay. D only the only people that actually can call me D are my grandmother my mom made She rest in peace and one of my best friends and that's it don't call me D <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay so what if you had a, if you had a favorite nickname that you wanted the world to call you at this moment? What would that be?
1: Probably, diva the surrealist. The soul Realist? Yes. Okay. Mainly because like people say that I'm like kind I'm of, like very, very real person. I don't I don't give them any false or anything. I just keep it hundred as always. So and again like I'm. I'm very uh, I'm just like down to earth and just I don't I don't give you any smoke any any form of like nonsense. So and I also like look at everything at every angle before I come with like a final conclusion of anything. So uh-huh. it's not like I I'm just it's just like a just like a whole like realist We're like a, a a realist. That's all it is. It's so realist. Okay. It's so real. <laughs> so real I'm so real
0: yeah, like I just thought that song way <laughs> right. back in the day uh, oh wait so's not in there but no, no. What's the, no the, that's, that's the, J-Lo the, right
1: did. that's alright we'll put it anyway put it so real we we'll, we'll put it in anyway, so it in anyway. yeah, yeah. The, the Diva version yeah you know?
0: the Diva version there we go I like that <laughs> Um. so what'd you think when I asked you to do the podcast
1: Um. at first I was like I'm kind of nervous, and I was like, "But this is such beautiful art, and we really need it, especially around like this time." I think that like, people have just been so developing some form like anti-socialness and it's kind of like allows people to like tap back into that socialness. So I'm like, you know what? Why not? let me help a little brother little brother out. I got you. Let's see what's up. Okay. Let like. I love what you've done so far. So I enjoy listening to the podcast and I was like hmm I'm for it let's do
0: it (laughs) well I really appreciate that and I have a feeling that the people who are listening to this right now will also appreciate this because uh at the end of the day when we are long gone as human beings uh the art will still be here and that's what this is about So, Diva, the surrealist. Tell me a little bit about yourself as far as how do you, what is it about art that you appreciate so much?
1: I appreciate the originality and uniqueness and the types of styles that artists bring to the world. Um, of course, when we get influenced, we see through observation, or throughout our legit, our actual senses of either hearing, tasting, uh, seeing, smelling, and then we kind of like, we take those senses, and then we try to recreate it in our own, and, some, and oftentimes when people just create something just from that, and like their own thing, it comes on something like completely different, and beautiful, and vibrant, and just... I love the creativity of what art allows in people because not only is it beautiful, but it also allows them to express themselves mm-hmm. because there's people in the world who don't can't who either a don't have that voice to want to express so they express through their art and growing up, I've always seen I'm more of like a visual artist so like I, when I see someone paint something, I legit feel that painting, or I feel that drawing, or I take the time to kind of analyze and see what the mood is for, it, or the emotion is for. It. And once I understand that, it's like, wow, like, this person just created this, like, one-of-a-kind unique piece, and no one else has created this, and this is beautiful. So, I, I for, as far as art altogether, like, there's so many different forms of art that I've grown up with and appreciate it like I've I kind of wanted the, like the whole like triple like the whole like um triple threat thing where was just like visual arts dancing singing um those were like kind of like on my, my top things I was kind of interested in but again I still appreciate any form of art even if it's poetry or glass making or um making uh shoes <laughs> whatever it is is if it's something that someone put they had create what you put the either, either their their like two hands, their voice, whatever they're doing and they create it through like themselves appreciate it to the the finish.
0: And it's funny, uh while you were mentioning uh, that you were a visual artist, like from what you appreciated growing up, I couldn't help but notice the type of earrings that you're wearing right now. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. uh, with my, the different uh, you know, my palette yeah, literally
0: like a palette full of colors. Like, like, Folks, she's literally wearing a pair of earrings that are a pa- uh, paint palette. And, you know, that's just... I love the way that that just synchronized right then. Um, So how would you say that you personally express yourself?
1: Um, well, now my voice. <laughs> but... Mainly, I express myself through, uh, drawing, painting, um, and writing. Um, as I grew older, well, say, like, as, 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 a, as a kid, I started off with, like, all visual, again like I'm a kid, I'm visual, uh, I'm I start drawing, I start getting, like, the Crayola crayons, I start going to town. And then as I got older, you know, you learn English, you learn, you, you, learn, you learn more, more, uh, Words and things like that. So, like, through time, I started doing more writing. You know, I can either write a story that's like kind like, of came on like, like, my head, or I just write my dreams or something like that. I just like, go to town with the writing. And then I also used to do poetry. Um, not necessarily like, you know, out there per se, but just like to like, to like on myself. I would legit like write a poem and I would close the door, lock it the best, the best I can, <laughs> and then just. Just outline, just express it as what, however, the the energy and the mood and emotion is. I just, I, I just do it. Uh, another thing that I do too is people say that I can sing. I don't think I can sing, but growing up, <laughs> I just sing to myself a lot. Mm-hmm. So back then, of course, we had CD players, so I will legit put the headphones in. Uh, close the door and just play whatever song I was listening to, either on repeat and put and keep on trying to sing all the lyrics because again there's there was like a, there was like no lyrics. It's all about singing. all about hear, hear, hear. Keep listening to it till you get the the words memorized and then dish it out. So I was very um, I really, like always like to like sing to myself no matter what the language is, whether it's Spanish, English. Japanese
0: <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> or, even,
1: or even Korean, like, even if I don't even understand it, if it sounds good and I'm vibing to it, whether the wheels are like on the rhythm of it or the beat, and I'm feeling it, I'm just gonna go through it and I'm just gonna feel great doing it. And depending on the like, on, on emotion at that time, certain songs are off like, still so, like certain things, I just sing it out, cry it out, yell it out, laugh it out, whatever it is. It's, <laughs> just, it's a beautiful thing, okay. and yeah.
0: So, when it comes to music, uh, do you have a favorite genre, or do you like a little bit of everything?
1: I well, I legit like just about a little bit of everything. Like people look at my 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 library and be like, "What is this?" I'm like, I I I don't have I don't I don't like I'm like I'm discriminate any form of music at all. I mean, every every piece of music has like its own purpose. Every genre has its own purpose. So I kind of listen to everything, and then being in a family who does music or, like, you, you know, used to, like, do music, it kind of, like, just kind of, like, like, comes, comes, like, comes, like, come naturally. So, whether whether it's rap, R&B, uh, slow jams or uh, gospel sometimes, even, whatever it is, it's, I don't, I don't discriminate. So, again, it's all about the feel that I, that I receive or the vibration that I, that I receive from listening to what I'm listening to.
0: Now, you said you have family that did music?
1: Yeah. Um. So. Okay. I'm trying to remember like all the little stories from family, family members, and my grandmother. Just as um, best you can. So, to my recollection, I was told that. um, Well, first of all, like I've seen like all the pictures of uh, my family from back in the day, like in the like in the fifties and sixties. Um, they would do like a lot of um singing and touring, and my grandmother, um, there's, a, there's like a group called the Unique, unique Circle, so like a unique circle, mm-hmm. and it consists of, I believe, again, I could be wrong, but I pretty sure it consists of two of my uncles and two of my aunts, mm-hmm. and I think, or, or I think it also like evolved, evolved like, my, like a, my, um, my mom too, but I'm not 100% sure. But pretty much they had like pretty much it was like like I'm um, like I'm um, the like I'm um, the Boston Jackson Five kind of a thing. But like Boston mm. version. <laughs> mm. And uh my my grandmother also made a uh song called The Constitution of Love and it's actually a gold uh a gold record that's actually in J F K Library and it's there for life and ain't going nowhere. Really? And that's still there. But Again, when it comes to a piano or the drums my one of my uncles may he rest in peace um he was a beast at the the drums game with drums said that man he will wake up the whole dead. like that's how that's how beautiful this man can play yeah and and like everyone else kind of would like do like on um, the whole like like I'm um, singing and the pianos and that's all that I know, but I wasn't into like the whole instrument thing. My thing was just again just the the voice itself. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like if you're able to produce something that comes out to come out naturally, it's 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 beautiful. If it's, versus like learning something and then tweaking it to like your whatever whatever you want to do. But like I said, for all music, I appreciate and you know I used to sing like in a choir like way back in the day again, like little 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 little, 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 little diva, you know, in a choir okay. singing my my heart out a little bit. How old were you? I think I was like. I'm going to say, like, between the ages of eight and
0: nine. Oh, okay. That sounds about right.
1: Yeah, because I remember I remember the last time I sang, I was, like, singing, and then when my tooth was loose, and, like, I was like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> and then I was like, it was, I, I couldn't, like, I couldn't, like, sound sound the same, because, like, we are like, well, it was broken. It was, like, I mean, like, that the list, the list style. <laughs> so I was just like, I can't even sing the way I want to anymore, so I'm just going to take a break from this to this left <laughs> uh.
0: I have to ask just because you reminded me of this okay. uh, did you ever hear the Chipmunks Christmas album <laughs> because right when you did that all I could think of was the song by Theodore all I one for Christmas is my two friends <laughs> <teases>. <laughs> oh my goodness
1: I remember that song but now see now I'm I'm making like visuals in my head now. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> I mean <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I kinda legit like felt that <laughs> when I was like singing when like, when I was like when that happened. I remember when like it happened like like on my dad was like kinda freaking out like, What's wrong with my baby? And I was like, Damn, my, 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 tooth, my tooth my tooth came out, like relax, it's fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. You want you want to go back up there like nah I'm done like <laughs> I can't sing the way I want to sing no more so I'm gonna go sit down so man go eat some candy though. I don't know like, I'm yeah. all set.
0: Well, of course you want the candy because you know.
1: When <laughs> right, like I feel bad. I want to feel better a little bit.
0: When you're a kid, candy fixes everything.
1: That's you know? yes exactly. <laughs> candy fixes everything. Now,
0: you said the the song by your you said your grandmother. Yes. Uh, it was called uh, "Constitution of Love."
1: I think it's. A, I it I could be wrong as far like the title it was called, but I'm pretty sure okay. it's called "The Constitution of Love," I believe. And um, she still has like. She I, I I do know like um she has like her her her, 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 her like her original like um go go record, but it's also again that that song is in a is is in the JFK Library. Okay. And it's there for life. I mean, I haven't been over there to even see it myself, mm-hmm. but I'd love to, like, you know, go there, you know, again with her, just to kind of like, you know, I, 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 I want to see it versus hear the story. Like, it's ever like seeing, like, 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 I'm, like, I'm hearing the story and seeing the pictures that she has versus like being there in front of it and be like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, she did this. <laughs> you go there. You go. You go go. Nah,
0: <laughs> I'm I'm guessing you've heard the song,
1: right? <laughs> I've heard this song like a few years like I would say about a good like 10ish years ago when she was like really like getting her like groove on still so on on the on the um, piano or not. She still she does she does like, a, 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 a good a good a good like job on the piano anyway. Mm-hmm. But hearing it hearing it through her is it's it's so my grandma has like, this like this like spunky kind of a voice she has. It's very like high pitch. Yeah. But it's just spunky at the same time. And, again, I don't remember the words. I just, may, maybe if, if she starts playing it, I will remember stuff. But again, it's been, I'm talking about, like, decade or two.
0: Is it, is it, uh, can it be located on the internet? Or no?
1: I don't even, listen, I don't really truly know, per uh-huh. se. But again, I, I see, I see the evidence of, again, like, like, like all of the pictures that she has, like showed us. And, the story she told me, so, mm-hmm. and plus, it's, it's actually, like, in her room, too, so it's, like, I, I, I want to try to actually, like, look, at this. let's just see if it's in it anyway. let's look it up right now, because <laughs> <laughs> now I'm curious, and I want to see if it's up there.
0: Okay. Folks, we are Googling the music. We are
1: Googling the music. Okay, let's see, because I really want to know. Cause it's like it's different when like you like you're growing up like you hear like all these like you know your grandparents and your parents tell you like, all these stories about well I was a good kid blah, blah 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 like you know like things like that. Like I wanna see it. Mm-hmm. and you know like you know like I mean like show pictures like I wanna see it. Take me take me there. Let me see what's up. I wanna see what's up. <laughs> okay. So i oh, I can't spell <laughs>
0: Now if you had to compare her voice to say an artist that you may know of that's famous. No,
1: nope.
0: no comparison.
1: I mean, I no, Nana like my grandmother has like this one voice. I mean, her her voice is very unique, and it's legit. If you were to like play like the music from like the fifties and sixties, it's like that. Like, it's like that high pitch, but like low chill. I can't explain it. It's, it's, I can't explain it. But, mm-hmm. it, it's as if, if she would just sing it, it's as if you were legit taken back in time. Mm-hmm. That's how her voice is to me. Okay. Well, to me that is. And, again, music is always in our blood and it's gonna be I decided to take art. But, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> hey,
0: it's all art, one way or another.
1: But at least, like, I would say, like, at least, like, I'm the grandkids, like, I would say like all of us are all into like into like um some kind of music. Mm-hmm. Some of us sing, some of us you know produce. So, you know, I would say like, at least we still like kept that still in the family. Okay. Okay. What am I doing? Oh yeah. See, you got distracted. <laughs> 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 the vibe is real. Um, it's okay. I'm gonna say. Hmm. Okay. About the book. Da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da. I don't even like the <laughs> I'm not seeing much. I mean, oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, Jet magazine. Look at I think it was part of Jet. Oh, I think I found something. Uh oh. Oh.
0: Folks, you may have found something.
1: Okay, this is from. I think it was, yeah, I think it was, yeah, it was out of Jet. I think it was like out of Jet magazine, I think. Okay, let me see. I'm trying to find the people. I think I found something. Mm -mm -mm. I just thought I found it. Okay, hold on. Because see, her name is right here.
0: Okay. Oh, so her name is searchable. Yeah. Now, what's her name for people who don't know?
1: Um, Idella Payne.
0: Idella, how do you spell
1: that? I D E. L-L-A and pain like Max Payne B-A-Y-N-E
0: nice
1: hey ah uh, hmm. uh, I can't even find I, I had the article I'm trying to like scroll down but these, this page is like so small <laughs> like you know like magazines like are just like so small print and you have to like zoom in and zoom in zoom in zoom in
0: yeah also depends on the settings on the phone too I and... know
1: that's what I'm like trying to, like <laughs> it's I click on it, it goes to like some random page it was like, Can you just like take me where I wanna be? Mm. I'm sorry, yes.
0: Yeah, got gotta love page redirections.
1: hmm Like I don't know. I'm sorry, y'all. But I had the link. The link is here though. Like I see it. Like I see how it says like Constitution Love. Oh, Constitution Love by Adela Payne of Dorchester. Okay. And like I see that. I see the see how it sees the article but I can't I don't know where an article it shows it though.
0: Yeah, maybe if you can't find it now, we can definitely. Yeah, we'll do it a time. time. Yeah, it's but fine. I we'll keep you can. You know what? Like, I would love if you, at some point, um, maybe after the show is over, mm-hmm. uh, find a way to send me that link. I would love to post it in the group for you. Oh man! You know, so people can, you know, hear your grandmother sing.
1: Cool.
0: You know, because like you said, this is a gold record. You're talking
1: about. Wow.
0: That's that's big. I know. It means a lot of people heard
1: that I know and then it's, it's, it's beautiful and it it had to come at like, at like on the right time too because like a lot was going on around that time too you know during like the whole like JFK era anyway so it's like
0: yeah literally in the heart of the 60s right yeah right. wow see you got history in your blood
1: No, oh, look at that mm-hmm. oh there it is wait see we speak of it there yeah, it goes okay. uh oh how so? It's like it's a kind of kind of like, like, like a paragraph thing. So it says, again, this is it's from the Jet magazine. That's what said. So it says, um, how a black Massachusetts mother of eight, again, she had eight kids, yay, um, hit it big with her first musical recording, "Constitution Love" by Adela Payne of Dorchester, has been put on display at the John F. Kennedy Library uh, at Columbia Point, Mass. A lyrics given a grammatical lesson and the tune is catchy oh in 1978 president carter liked it so much that he said when a presidential library was built the song could be placed there last year the library near her home was opened and the president kept his promise wow so actually i i thought it was in the 60s i actually in the 70s it says uh, 1978.
0: and that's in the jet. That's in Jet magazine.
1: Well, the article is, so was, Well, oh, okay. uh, The link is, but the place is legit, the, the The JFK Library, like, okay, near um, New Mass, like over there. Wow. Yes,
0: yeah. I've 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 never met someone who had a re- Well, I mean, at least to my knowledge, but I've never <laughs> met someone um, who's had a relative whose music was endorsed
1: <laughs> by
0: a US president.
1: No, exactly.
0: That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. I didn't I didn't quite Again, that's like just just not me reading this. I never understood the the magnitude of of, this, of 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 what she had impact, you know, at all. I really didn't know it was all it was more of like Oh, I didn't reckon. Okay, like again, like I'm, I'm, I'm like, am like, I'm, like, a, I'm, like a, a kid, so that's why I just like, okay, cool. But then as you get older, it's like, I want, I want to know more. Right. I want to know what's up. And then, just like today, like look at that. Like I didn't, I didn't <laughs> realize that. I didn't realize that that was, that was like a big thing. Oh my goodness, really, like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah.
0: It's usually, it's usually a normal thing when you know. I mean, all of us as kids, on some level. There's things that we don't realize how deep it actually is uh-huh. until we get older, and it's like, whoa. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Um, wow, that is, that's really fascinating. I really appreciate you sharing me that. Um, okay, so we've heard about your family, uh-huh. we've heard about how you express yourself.
1: Uh-huh.
0: How, what, who would be, as far as, not related, in music. What are some of your favorite standout artists that you love to listen to at any given moment, or maybe an artist or two that got you through some tough times that you'll never forget?
1: Oh wow! Um,
0: you know, it's all about the love here. Oh, I know. That's why <laughs> I, I'm,
1: I'm really trying to dig into like my library because I, my library is like, there. Um, I would say Alicia Keys, yeah. and mainly is because I started listening listen to Alicia Keys after I heard the song Diary, mm. and as I kept on listening to it, of course, like I had I had I had to sing it of course, like to myself, like that. <laughs> and then that, I listened and I was like, yo, she's real, like I I can I can I can relate to this stuff. I can, mm-hmm. I can I can like I'm like, um, late to her music. And I do doing listen to her, all the time. Um, there's a person, I don't remember the brand the 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 band. Excuse me y'all, but I really forgot the band where where like the um, this like this like um artist came from. But he did become solo for like a minute blink and it's done. Um, it was Ashley Parker Angel, and he had an album out, and he he had like a, like a show too. And I think I, I like I watched like on the show like, like a little bit, but not like really into it. And I listened to his music though. That whole album, I legit listened to all his songs, and it's part of it's a little, little dark. Um, it kind of talks about like about like suicide, but also talked about um, uplifting yourself um, and reliving your past and like on the, the people, the people you had around you. And around that time, I was like in high school dealing with, um, you know, slight, slight. Actually, no, a little, little bit bullying here and there from from my end. Not, 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 not all my friends really knew about it, but I just, I like, can it to myself, but his music kind of, like, got me, like, through, like, 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 on um, that little era, mm-hmm. um, uh, let's see, in high school, I was, my, 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 my crowd was pretty much on, like, like, a um, Latin, like, on, like, a little, like, um, the um, Latin group, so, I got introduced to, like, Latin artists, like, um, and and um, Akan Hell, uh, and Rock Make It Y, like some people. It's about it. You know, and, Tito, but, and Tito El, El Bavino, those people I was introduced to. Okay. But again, like it's, it's for like my, my, my music is in and out. And of course anime introduced me to like J pop. <laughs> so oh, okay. okay. Again, it's I wouldn't say like necessarily as people I have like a big influence, it's just that it's dependent on the time and what I'm on the, what I'm going through, whatever gravitated to me mm-hmm. is what I stick to at, at that moment. Right. And then that, let that be that moment to like feel whatever. Okay. So I, I still can't answer that question as far as like I'm big an influence as far as music goes, but I mean you even always or, or even like any form of art. Like art for me, but like as far as like am like on visual art, my brother my well first my first my my, my, uh, my um my brother and then like the appreciation of cartoons and then animation and then Mm. (laughs) that whole thing yeah so
0: i mean you you've named some names um but i know you've you've talked about anime a lot before like anime is huge for you right?
1: oh yes i love being a nerd (laughs) (laughs) power so (laughs) so as a kid i think i i kept on watching like regular cartoons up until like the age of 14 and like i was always told like you're too big for that crap. You're too big for that crap. It's like, it, I, cartoon liked to be more than, more, more, more than on humans. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, I can relate to Kuhat to like, on um, fake people than the real people. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Mm. And then when like, anime, anime kind of introduced itself and it said, hey, I'm on Cartoon Network. Adult Swim. Hey. start watching anime and then, it was, it was, it was something about like, even though it's not real people, the fact that someone drew people to try to look like real people, it was just fascinating to me. Mm. And then, like, back then, like, the anime, like, the, 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 the sound effects were just extra loud, and, like, when something, like, blew up. It was like, boom! And, like, you just kind of to get scared a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I anime has always been that, that, that thing where I just, like, I cannot stop, like, going to, like, the TV. Like, I had to, like, to, I had like, sit there for hours. I could sit there for hours if I wanted to. You just watch anime all day. And uh, I try to, I tried to like read, read manga, but like my brain was like, nah, I like, I like, I like, I like the, the, the movement of the pictures, <laughs> The movement yeah. of the pictures. I, I can't, I can't sit there and read it.
0: It's the visual <laughs> stimulation.
1: Yes. I mean, yeah. I tried like some, I only thing I, I watched, uh, as, far, as far as like a reading manga, was like, Yaoi. Yaoi. And that was it. Yaoi? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, <laughs> it's one of those, uh, mangas. Yeah. Boy romance. <laughs> okay okay so
0: yeah uh, now th- is that one of your is that your favorite
1: that's like the only manga that I'll read is is Yowie
0: okay now what is a manga explain that to people
1: I don't even know myself okay so well <laughs> I'm gonna put it the diva version so if I want to correct me please correct me because like again I'm just I'm looking at it as kind of like a a storytelling of what an anime could be, but just do black and white. So it's kind of like a, t- a, a comic version of like anime. That's how I look at it. Oh,
0: okay.
1: So you still have like your like your panels and like like I mean in pages and blah blah blah. But right. the only difference is that instead of you read in your comic books for us over in UK in the US is from like left to right. We would go from like right to left. Mm-hmm. And the page books, of course, is the opposite too. So you start from what well, to 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 us the back but to, uh, to, the, to the manga at the front. Okay. And, again, it's... But the only thing, though, that I know, that I know and I've always been yelled at or, like, kind of like, David, you have to read the manga first and then rewatch it. Like, because <laughs> the manga tells you more in-depth of the story versus what you see mm. on the anime. Just how, like, um, like a movie is based off on, based on a, like, a novel, same thing. You know, how, like, a, a novel will have, like, so much more detail and so much, like, like more parts that a movie will, like, kind of, like, leave out. Same thing. Right. So but for me, again, I'm I'm a visualist. I had to see. I have to hear it. I gotta I can't just look at paper and be like, Oh my god Like I can't <laughs> 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 like I can't do it. Look at all look at all the all all all, all, all the like the ink. Like I had to like oh my god like I can't do it. I can't do it. I have to I have to see the boom crash, all the rest of it. I can't. All about all about anime. I'm sorry.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, I um friend of mine. Um, actually, a mutual friend of ours mm-hmm. uh, got introduced me to my first official anime. Um, I still haven't watched the the season, the first season of it. Uh, mm-hmm. I I need to though because I actually appreciate what I liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it One Punch Man?
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah! <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was that was my introduction to anime. But I I'd, I'd seen and heard about it growing up uh-huh. all the time. Like, I had cousins and friends who collected Pokemon cards and Digimon. Ooh. and Yeah, that was my thing. You know, I, you know it's funny. Um, I don't know how many people even know this, but, you know, everyone generally knows of the Disney version of The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. But there's actually an older version. Yes. Uh, and it was an anime-type version. Sorry. I saw that one. Around the same time. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking. That one was different. And. At least compared to the Disney version. Kind of (laughs) creepy. Like. Because. I I think that's what kind of. um, Spoiled me with cartoon drawings. Is that Disney's drawing was so fluid. That when I saw the anime. It kind of. Turned me off a little bit as far as visual stimulation because i wasn't as focused on what they were saying as far as this visual stimulation itself but i knew how the sound effects and the visuals made me feel so it was like okay they did their job exactly you know what i'm saying because <laughs> um, like did you see that mermaid version
1: i saw like a small like a, a five minute clip of it and i i w- and I was just like, it's not the same, though. No, I don't know how I feel. I don't think you want to watch it. Yeah. I don't I watched it though. That's like I Ariel,
0: like, oh, I it's literally called the Little Mermaid, same title. Mm-hmm. It's Just not, just not by Disney. <laughs> and instead of a a redhead, it's a blonde girl.
1: Interesting.
0: And oh man, I just remember. You know, it's not—it's not the evil Ursula octopus. Um, I forget what the villain's name even was, but mm-hmm. she looked even scarier. <laughs>
1: because, at least to like... me, it did. You know, like I was like
0: what five or six when I saw it. So, Damn. you know, and Ursula had her own scary look to her, and just the way the way she carried herself. You know, she was confident. Mm. She had power, she knew she used it the way she wanted to, But the anime version of "The Mermaid, I just remember I was a lot more scared of that villain than I was of Ursula.
1: Wow.
0: So like Disney made their, like Disney's always done a good job of making you just scared enough, but not totally petrified. The entire time. <laughs> I mean, that's just the way I experience I don't know. If it, if anyone's listening that has seen the anime version of The Little Mermaid, feel free to comment about that uh, on my uh, Facebook page. I have a I have a Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash lucci1985, or just Luci 85 And there's also the Facebook group, uh that this podcast is based off of uh art without ego feel free to comment on this post when i post this about that version if you've seen that because i'm really i've always been curious and who else has seen that besides me because not many people i've talked to have seen that and you're one of the few that i've even talked to that i've even said you've seen any of it so that's that's fascinating to me that that's Someone as much as someone who loves anime as much as you have, yeah. has seen that little bit of that movie, so it's interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, Diva, I have a question to ask. Mm-hmm. I think I know what the answer might be, but I'm going to ask anyways because I ask all my guests this out of my own curiosity. What is your personal experience with professional wrestling?
1: <sighs> Jeff Hardy's my babe. i Jeff Hardy is babe. Okay. So let's see. Let's let's see if I can go back in time, <laughs> to little diva. So I would say when I was age of ten or nine or so, I got introduced to wrestling. Maybe. Maybe eleven I don't know. Around that around the era. Hmm. Anyway. What
0: what what year would you say?
1: I would say probably two thousand uh, 1998? So yeah, eight years old or so. Eight years old, why not? Okay. Um
0: that was the peak of the Monday Night Wars at that time.
1: Monday Night wars, okay. Yeah. I think it's it's either that I'm again I'm trying trying to remember it's been some decades. <laughs> like how am I supposed to remember? Um I do remember it's been Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, Thursdays, and what else was there? Yeah, I like I'm on the era. Anyway, Mm -hmm. every Monday.
0: I think SmackDown came out in 99. I could be wrong, but I think it came out in 99.
1: Okay, but I do remember WCW, I believe it was. And Monday Night Raw. I I, I I just remember those things. I just remember the characters in like the the wrestlers. The, the mm-hmm. I remember NWO, Hulk Hogan and and in um X Pac and, and, and I don't know. I I, I I'm not gonna get everybody right all mixed up. I don't know who it was who, so forgive me if I mess up people's name. No, you're, 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 but you mentioned the names. So, <laughs> I know. mentioned the names. Um Um Triple H, um, Kevin Nash, um Rob Van Dan that's my baby right there. Oh yeah, them kicks woo to the face. Rap sit your ass down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and plus, we always remind me of like um, John Cobb Van Damme. Anyway, so mm-hmm. this just, like he was like a dad. like like him. Like, like I don't hear no one says like, that's like his like his whole his whole whole twin. That's his twin. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was my boy back in the day. And then also to the Hardy Boys, I don't, I don't, I don't care about Matt. It's all about Jeff. <laughs> Not because <laughs> I mean, Jeff was like very like I don't the, the way like like um like um Jeff moved was like different from that. Like he just he he seemed to have like more flexibility and when he like does his little uh, what's that called? Um Zomp uh Zompon's eye I don't know. He does oh, a- dive. Yeah, sorry yeah, Swanton's yeah. eye. I mean, he does that, like he looks so free and will and it was cute as I don't know what. His hair color was so cute too. Yeah, a lot of people too.
0: It was different colors every week. It seemed like
1: exactly like I'd be like, "Yo, you can' gonna fall out eventually," but okay, <laughs> do more to to eat your own. But he, I, I like, I like the way he moves. Uh, another person, um, Raymond Stereo. Mm. Now I've watched Raymond Stereo when he like he first kind of. I do mean, I, I don't really actually start off. I remember when he was like skinny and small and stuff, and then yeah, when he started like getting really nice and like his movement was like. Like he was still fast, but when he he was starting like developing muscle, and he was just looking all kind of yum and just like you <laughs> know in in in, 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 in 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 those in 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 those contests with the mask like so luchador like it was so luchador sorry sorry luchador I mean sorry he was just he was he was like so into his and so into his character and just so into his wrestling into his culture it was, it was just a very beautiful thing to see how he like progressed mm-hmm. as like as like as, 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 as like a wrestler and you know, like the way he moves. Do like the rope, hop everywhere, hop on a rope, do stuff. is this is just, it's, I guess I guess like wrestling to me is like I am more amazed at the acrobatic things that, like that like they come they come they come they do. The post like on um, the actual character what they're supposed to do. Like when like when like, when, like, when, 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 when like um Kane comes in here is like, oh crap, like we all going to hell. <laughs> like oh, oh, <laughs> when, when, Lord, or oh when like um auntie comes with like 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 um, the whole the whole posse is like A whole funeral, like every time he comes out, (laughs) every time he comes on the stage, I think, like, so like a whole funeral. (laughs) Like, every time he comes on stage, it's just like, what's all going on up in here? (laughs) So dramatic, but so dark, but so so creative and and, and awesome at the same time. And when Kane comes out, it's like mad slow and tall, like intimidating. He comes in the the fire just comes out, you know, man. And just like, boom! And it's just like, Colors <laughs> like and Stone Cold. All I can think of is intro. Every time something break, glass breaks. Da 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 da. Like every time I'll be at work, and like I'll hear like a like a glass spill or something like that. What happened? Every time I hear a glass break, it's always instantly Stone Cold. <laughs> stone Cold. <laughs> I mean, like his his like I don't I don't give a fuck like attitude was like so. So beautiful, but also, like, he really don't care. Like, he was, like, something like, something like a free-spirited, tough uh, wrestler that kind of was, like, I'm a get-in, I'm a challenge whoever I can I want to challenge. I don't, I don't care what anyone wants out of that. I want to be at the end. <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> and, like, I appreciate it, like, his... he. I would say he kind of had, like, an impact on me-ish only because it was kind of, like, you, you can be nice, but, like, don't take nobody's crap. And I think, like, by seeing him walking around, like, not giving a crap, kind of was like, oh, I can do the same thing, but, like, not, like, that extreme, but like, you know what? I like you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're motivational. <laughs> I,
0: said, I
1: like you, buddy. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's, it's, I love the fact that uh, Stone Cold was motivation for you <laughs> to be more of a free spirit. I yeah. Love
1: that. Because, like, growing up, I was, like, either quiet or I just, I I, I didn't like people. Let I me mean, just to be honest. Like, I was, like, such a, like, an introvert to myself. And, like, I would try to be social, but then when I try to be social, it would just be, like, uh, you're the cool kids. I'm just a little nerdy, and I don't want to mess with your vibe. But also, I don't want any foolishness. Like, I've seen the movies, what happens, to people? The cool kids, <laughs> and it's like, mm. and like, and like, I don't want. I always say how like the movies like kind of like play, 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 play like i playing like in real life. It's like no, Davis is real life, and then dealing with like a little bit bullying growing up a little bit. And I was like, i like, yeah. But then wrestling and animator said, Hey, let me help you out real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, now nah, wrestling has been like I I think I stopped watching wrestling. when I was like I think like thirteen or fourteen or so. Yeah. But um, one of my most memorable moments of wrestling is when uh, there was SmackDown was coming to Boston and I was like, I really want to go with my cousins. Of course, like I got I go I go like like all my all my like um boy cousins. So it's like. Tomboy by by heart, <laughs> so. Right. And then I told, uh, and like, and like uh, my dad like came over the house and he was like, "Yeah, so you know, I just want to let you know, you know, unfortunately, I only had to get tickets." And like we always like had the whole sad face. Mm. he was like, "Psych! I got the tickets! I I I got I got I got I got the tickets!" He was like, "Oh my god!" He was always like jumping around, own, like jumping around and screaming and stuff. My was like, "Hey, what's going on?" And I'm like, "He got tickets! He got tickets!" <laughs> he was so happy. <laughs> Countdown was coming. And also I think it was like also like I'm kinda like I'm coming to like on like my birthday. I don't know something something was happening. So we went there and it was at TV bank and my first time at TV, TV bank and it was like a beautiful thing. And I came there, thought that I was like, Oh this shit's like, Yeah, we going to go we're gonna go, we're gonna go <laughs> and of course we weren't like front front, but we were in the back. But I I I, I could still see some, some some stuff. Yeah. And to, but like just being in the crowd itself, like the energy in the crowd was just like, oh my gosh, like Look at this. <laughs> I'm at a wrestling event. <laughs> yeah. Look at me. Like the energy of the crowd, everyone's just so so uh, animated and, and when it came to like like on like on um, little little chance like, you know, you a ho or like go, go or whatever, I'm like, Oh still, go whatever happened. Like it was just like so uh and I remember why I messed up the opportunity to get like a shirt. Because, <laughs> like during like in like um in um in, 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 in the dimension they had like a, a rocket shirt. Thing. Oh, okay. And my cousins were like on, on the end, I was in the middle. And <laughs> of course, my arms were like spread out like a Y and not like closed in to actually grab the, the shirt. And so uh-huh. it legit froom, went legit top of my head. And my cousins was like, Damn, what did you do? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. How- <laughs> so I bet about getting the shirt. But I did get, um, my dad did get me, like, um, the program, like, um, the big old program book thing, where it was, like, half of it was and half of it was SmackDown. Right. And I still have it to this day, and I was, like, I want to throw it away, but I kind of don't want to throw it away, because it looks like it's just memories,
0: like, mm. I remember
1: back in the day when so-and-so was fine, or when so-and-so was ill, or when, <laughs> or when, um, the Dully Boys, uh what was it, um, I think it was the oldest dude, the 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 black dude, um, he was like a re- re- reverend or something like that. Devon. Yes, Devon, Rev- the reverend. Rev- <laughs> yes.
0: He was Reverend Devon when you went to see him. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: Wow. I you did not see the Dudley Boys in their prime. I did no. not,
1: but I saw on TV, of course. But yeah. No, yeah. but there, no, he was that. No, <laughs> oh, just like, man. really, this what we're doing right now. Like, now, seriously.
0: I have to ask: Was Batista his bodyguard at the time?
1: Batista? Uh, no, no. no De- uh,
0: Deacon Batista. That was his name at the time, shortly.
1: No, he was still with that, with, with that, with that, um, the, the, um, other dude. Oh, no, that, That's, sorry. That's our, bro, our wrestler. Batista? Was he with him? No, no, no. So, Batista it, before,
0: it Batista before he became part of Evolution mm-hmm. in 2003. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was early 2003. Mm-hmm. Um... He it was like mid to late two thousand two. He was Deacon Batista. He would he would Uh-oh. carry the briefcase, I believe, with a chain. Oh, uh, with know. uh, to he would be accompanied Reverend Devon to the ring because <laughs> Bubba Ray was on Raw and he was on SmackDown.
1: Oh, gotcha. Yeah, no, um, I don't remember seeing him with him in plus like on you know, like, um, the program book. Did, like did not show them like, together, so I'm assuming that no. I, I, I think it was just, like, him, himself. Okay. But, uh, wow,
0: that's fascinating. Because, like, because that was a very short period because that just didn't work for him. Like, they tried that, and it just didn't work, you
1: know? Uh, sometimes I feel like they just, like, they try to, they 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 try kind of too hard trying to create these old, these characters, and not every character is meant to be the way it's supposed to be, and maybe you want to, you know, Yeah. step back. But, yeah, like... Wrestling was like oh, always my thing. I love table lands and chairs. That was my thing. Mm. I don't know something about seeing people fly off of, off of ladders and just bam right into a table. It's like you will show sure you ain't broken. You show sure you ain't broken no bones, and it's like walk on it like it's nothing. Like it's like you just fell off of a, a whole ladder into a table. Well, you why are you not lipping? Like I don't want to see.
0: Oh, trust me, they got hurt during those things. It just you know they were able to tough it out.
1: You know? <sighs> see. <laughs> I I I in for for they would been but they're, they're legit like walking like stun devils like legit like their job is like something else, like, they're just like they're just, they just keep doing so much stuff.
0: A uh, little fun fact for you to mm-hmm. backtrack a little bit to Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Um, so his I remember Rey Mysterio is uh, dear to me because I got into wrestling. I was I was twelve in ninety six. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff happened in the age of twelve and ninety six. And that's right, right before the NWO came out is when I started watching it. It was like March of 96. And it was uh, it was May or... No, it was June because it was Father's Day. Mm. Uh, the Great American Bash, 96. That was the pay-per-view where it was in Baltimore, Maryland, uh... Hall and Nash had just started invading WCW Monday Nitro around that time, and that's the one where they threw Eric Bischoff through the table. That was, that, that was the first time an announcer had been touched like that. That was before Stone Cold ever stunned Mr. McMahon. Oh, wow. Which was one of Eric Bischoff's talking points to this day. He's like, yeah, DX and Stone Cold is nothing but our big ripoff, but just done better. From the NWO. (laughs) Um, But no, that was Rey Mysterio's first... That was his debut Mm -hmm. to WCW. Because he came from... um, I forget the name of the organization in Mexico. But Rey Mysterio had been wrestling pro since the age of 14. Oh, damn. By 96... Great American Bash. He'd already been in w- in ECW, manager, man, you know, mm-hmm. with Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. He'd already been in there and had some legendary matches with Psychosis. Uh, like Psychosis was the one that he came to the ring was kind of uh, like a colorful bodysuit with the ribs showing, with the ribs being colored different colors and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he had horns with his mask, and he had long fuzzy hair. Um, another Mexican, another luchador star. Um, but in Great American Bash he wrestled Dean Malenko he was 21 when that happened uh-huh. and so he just his career just snowballed from there and it's I remember you talking about him getting bulkier and bulkier that didn't happen until he got to WWE because in WWE it's historically known the bigger you are the more of a chance you had at being a bigger star because you know it's it wasn't and i understand it it wasn't just the fact that vince mcmahon had a thing for bigger guys because he always has like it's been documented people have witnessed it you know and said it uh who were close to him and you can just you can tell by the product as well but also it makes sense from a visual standpoint if you're trying to sell something if you're a larger person like they're Jim Ross and Bruce Pritchard, you know, Jim Ross Jr and Bruce Pritchard, brother love, you know, I love you. (laughs) Um, And it's, I love the fact that if if you ever get a chance to listen to their podcasts, uh, there's the Grillin' Jr and Something to Wrestle With uh, by Comrade Thompson. (laughs) Bruce Pritchard always makes, he always teases Jim Ross and goes, Huh, Sasha Fresh. Huh. <laughs> it's, it's, the oh funny, my it's the funniest thing, you know. And Jr. Like they just go back and forth. It's hilarious to listen to them. <laughs> um, but they both said that the best way to the best way to have a wrestler sell is if they can walk through an airport and people stop to look at them. Their money. And you know, it's from a salesman perspective. That makes a lot of sense. So when Rey Mysterio came in, he like a lot of other lightweights and luchadors that he had to buck up a little bit, but he still got his career over. His son, Dominic, is wrestling now. Oh wow. And he's been wrestling with him. With some of the leading stars like Seth Rollins and others. You know what I mean? Um and it's some people some people have issues with that you know on various levels but it's just fascinating that that was in 96 he was 21 he has a son who's bigger than he is now who's wrestling to, you know taking after his family's Ooh. name and i don't know that's to me that's always the fascinating thing about wrestling is that you can have a whole family Involved in like the Guerrero family. Do you remember watching Eddie Guerrero?
1: Yes, and Chavo Guerrero. Yep.
0: Yeah, they were actually. Um, I mean, Chavo and Eddie were like brothers. Facts. Literally, um, because they were cousins, but they were raised like brothers, only three years apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it's three years, and so Eddie and Ray, even better. Um, did you ever see their Halloween Havoc match? And not, no, you said 98. So I'm guessing you didn't see their... Yeah. If you get a chance, I may show it to you at some point. Uh, Halloween Havoc, 97. To this day, it's still talked about as the match of that year. because And it was all called in the ring. Mm-hmm. It wasn't... None of it was choreographed in any way, shape, or form. You know, some of them... Some wrestlers... Uh, go over their spots before matches Mm -hmm. some of them just call in the ring that's the old school style that you learn to communicate in the ring to where you don't have to choreograph anything you just know how it's gonna end that's it and you just it's a dance until you get there um the original thing with that funny you know are you aware of the, the the legend of the mask as far as luchador goes
1: I mean no not necessarily
0: okay um just a little tidbit, and a lot of people know this, um, and a lot of people don't. So I'm just sharing this to share it. Uh, I don't know as much as probably say Jim Cornette or um, who else, uh, Dave Meltzer, or anyone else that's even deeper into wrestling than I am, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do know that the history of the mask. That's why you see luchadors; they all wear masks because mm-hmm. it's so. It's a part of the culture and it's so ingrained that to have, say, a match where if you lose, you have to take your mask off, that's seen as a dishonor. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: So it's kind of like... You know, various cultures of different kinds. If you were to get your hair cut and it wasn't at your own will, it was considered, one... Humiliating and in some f- cases traumatic, and in the cases like the samurai, it's known as your honor. If I remember right, you know, I, again, I could be paraphrasing or not paraphrasing. I could be using the wrong analogy, but off the top of my head, that's what came to my mind. Um, yeah, it's so it's that's how deeply ingrained that the mask is for the luchador. So there's been a lot of um, career versus mask, mask versus mask, mask versus title matches over the years. This was a match, Halloween Havoc 97. Rey Mysterio was wrestling Eddie Guerrero, and the original idea was Rey's mask versus Eddie Guerrero's cruiserweight title. The original idea was for Rey Mysterio to lose his mask. And Eddie, being the luchador that he is, even though he didn't wear one, that was part of his gimmick, is uh he was he was a heel at the time. So he his whole thing he was the one that started that whole feud was by unmasking Ray in the middle of a match, and he had to cover his face so he lost an exhibition match on Nitro. And that was part of like the angle going along with him at the time. And so Eddie was in Ray's corner backstage, like in protest, saying, "Hey, if you don't want to do this, you don't have to." And that was that. Was, that's how close him and Ray were. Like this is a pay per view, one of the biggest pay per views of the year, in the hotbed of their Monday Night Wars, and he was in Ray's corner like that. That's how tight they were. And I think it was minutes before. If not an hour, maybe before the match even happened. And they found they were informed that, okay, Ray's going to win the title. And Ray said that Eddie came to him and said, just follow my lead and just watch me and listen to me. And that's how the match was.
1: Mm
0: and that literally they got the award in pro wrestling illustrated that year match of the year so it's like that's these are the stories that I've these are the types of stories that I have learned over the years that when it comes to an art form like wrestling and then you learn what kind of context went in behind that it's the same thing as in movies like how an ad-libbed line became the line of the movie you know stuff that wasn't planned but just because it's from a creative standpoint it just happened that way and then it became legendary that's the stuff when it comes to not just wrestling but any art form that i appreciate stuff like that um yeah i really appreciate stuff like that you know so yeah you you definitely if you're going to watch any match by Rey Mysterio that's a match to watch
1: I right, cool. definitely look into that Cause, like I don't know why I I some for some reason in my back of my head in my memory I feel like I seen I seen him without his mask I don't know why but like something sounds like I've seen him without his mask like I I I have this weird vision of like him in a ring in like camel camel uh, pants with no shirt on and like short short hair sh- short black hair like I don't know why yeah but I don't know, maybe, 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 maybe I can get like, I'm like, um, confused with someone else, but like, I could just want to see him without his mask. But either way, like now that, now that now, 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 I, I kind of like, understand the whole mask thing, because it's funny, again, go back, back to like cartoons. <laughs> I was watching, uh, 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 Mucha Lucha, which was on, um, WB, <laughs> WB. Uh-huh. And
0: it's
1: kind of like, w, actually,
0: WB w, w.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that kind of like, actually helped me still, still stay with that wrestling a little bit more, um, uh-huh. before I finally like, like, abandoned, like left it. um. I I do remember from like you know, again cartoons they relate to me, um, it is what it is. Um, they they also mentioned about like the whole the the whole mask thing and now that you kind of explains to me what it is now I kind of understand that cartoon as far as like the little match when they had like the whole mask the mask, that that the, 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 like a one like a mask episode about losing a mask mm-hmm. and now the none they kind of get like now none that you like explains to me now not I fully really see okay cool. I appreciate the culture, I, I get the culture now, as far as the mask goes, and I, I, I can see why wrestling is like a big thing for them, and it's beautiful, and I appreciate it, and I love it. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, you're, you're thinking correctly when you think of Ray like that. He, they actually had another mask, uh, a mask stipulation uh, match. Okay. In '99, I believe it was. I believe it was Super Brawl '99, um, and he, yeah, it was him and Conan versus or K Dog at the time. Um, Conan, if you don't know, he was he was basically the Hulk Hogan of Mexico in the '90s. Mm-hmm. So when he was in WCW and also being part of the NWO, White and Black and Red and Black, he gave a lot of credibility to. The Luchador status, as far as Mexico being represented, mm-hmm. um, but he, yeah. So what you're thinking of is exactly right because during '99 and 2000, yeah. and I think part of 2001 even before they closed or, or closed uh, before they they got bought out by WWF at the yeah. time. Um, yeah, he was wrestling with either uh, an A shirt. A.K.A. Wife Beater for people who don't know what a shirt is. <laughs> um, either that or no shirt and camouflage pants. Okay. They, yeah. Thank you. Like I, yeah. just, like,
1: I, I, I had this vision this, again. My, 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 memories are beautiful sometimes. Um, I did. I, I, remember, I remember. seeing him in a ring with like some dudes. And again, he has he has short short black hair, and I was like, yeah. I. I when like someone told me, oh, oh, she, she's she, like, I'm like, I'm the, the, I'm, 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 I'm wrestling. It's like, yeah, 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 da, 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 I'm Like, but like, who, but who was that guy with the camera? Like, is Rainbow? Is Raymond saying like, no, it's not. He was his mascot. Like, <laughs> did, did you, did you, did you like miss it? There's an episode. Like, I probably did. But like, can you explain to me like, who was that? And I yeah. was just like, it threw me all off. It's like again, like, when I like a character and it doesn't change, I like that stuff. Sometimes characters can can change for better. Sometimes they can just change like, mm. but it even just for like 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 a minute that this threw me all off. And I was just like, but I love your mask and your contacts and your <laughs> thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, It was definitely, if I remember right, it was it was Ray Mysterio uh, Jr. and because he was called Junior at the time because his yeah. his uncle was actually the original. If I remember right, the original Ray Mysterio. Okay. And so he was known as Rey Mysterio Jr. because mm-hmm. he hadn't earned that level of status yet in the family to simply be Rey Mysterio.
1: Got you. You're right.
0: Once Mr. he had Jr., gotten, yes. once he had gotten to WWE, and he had gotten to that status,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and eventually world champion more mm-hmm. than once. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, WrestleMania 22 actually. Um, it was a three-way match with uh, Kurt Angle and Randy Orton. <laughs> you that
1: name again?
0: Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> no. um, but yeah, in 1990, it was it was him and K Dog versus uh, Lex Luger and Kevin Nash. Oh wow! And it was it was a mask stipulation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, wrestling wrestling is beautiful. So, Diva, the surrealist, we've learned today that you have musicians in your blood. Some that sing, some that play instruments, all of which have been recognized on some level. Uh, we learned that you like to sing to yourself. We learn that you appreciate all kinds of music. And from your words, Jeff Hardy is bae. <laughs> yes,
1: yes.
0: Hmm. Um now would you say him and Jeff would you say Jeff Hardy and Rey Mysterio are neck and neck or is it Jeff Hardy hands down? <sighs>
1: okay. First oh
0: RVD too Like those three Seem to be your three favorites
1: Okay If I had to give a hierarchy As far as Looks We'll go with RVD Jeff And Mysterio As far as Skill RVD <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Right Mysterio And then Jeff Hardy like That's That's like That's how I am
0: okay okay nice um well i appreciate you being here on the show No. and uh, if you're still listening to us something tells me that you appreciate us too otherwise you wouldn't still be listening right now because you could be yeah see tongue-tied again that happens sometimes you could be doing anything else in the world right now. You could be listening to any other podcast in the world because there's a lot of them out there right now. But you're still listening to this one. And I appreciate you. I know DV appreciates you. And we look forward to allowing you to listen to us in the future. Um, yeah, we got to do one, again, one of these again sometime. What do you think? I'm
1: it. Let's do it.
0: So on that note, folks, thank you again for listening and being with us. Uh, Again, uh, the Facebook group is AWE Art Without Ego. It's on Facebook. Uh, You can find my artist page, Lucci85 or Lucci1985, and you can message me directly if you have any questions or comments on the show uh, or the group itself. And I look forward to interviewing, or not interviewing, but just talking, having conversation, organic conversation about art and my own curiosity in the depth of wrestling and people's psyche in this podcast that we call AWE Art Without Ego. Once again, everyone, thank you very much. At the end of the day, there is no hierarchy in self-expression. And art will be without ego for all time. Once again, thank you all very much. Peace and love.